small differences can sometimes have a huge positive impact on your sleep quality. And that's why I'd like to thank Moonbow for helping me sleep better each night. Their memory foam pillow is designed to eliminate your neck and back pain for good. And it starts with the five removable layers of super plush supportive memory foams, allowing you to find the right height to optimize your comfort and rest. I've had the pleasure of sleeping on this pillow for a few weeks now, and the difference is simply fantastic. I'm beyond comfortable as I sleep, and I wake up with zero neck pain, something that I've grown accustomed to and frankly thought was just part of getting older. Shop a variety of quality sleep products created to help combat distractions and discomfort that steal your much-needed shut-eye by visiting moonbowsleep.com and using code ASMRPODCAST for 15% off your entire order. That's M-O-O-N-B-O-W-S-L-E-E-P dot com to shop for the sleep of your dreams and use code ASMRPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are uh, starting a series that as of this time, as of the time of this recording I should say, I'm not exactly sure what I want to call it, I'm thinking of maybe doing Dog Dictionary or Dog Diaries or something like that. If you are familiar with our Double Rainbow series, it's going to be something very comparable Um, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, uh, in chronicle and chronological in chronicle. Anyway, I'm going to go sequentially from a all the way to Z or Z for my Canadian listeners, a, uh, looking at different dog breeds, giving you my thoughts, opinions, boring you to sleep with common nicknames, the origin of these poochies and, um, information that you didn't ask for but I'm gonna give you and I'm gonna give it to you so that way you can fall asleep and then uh, listen to it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day so on and so forth so anyway uh, today we're gonna be doing dog breeds letters A through B and I just want to jump into it I'm excited shout out to the listener I don't want to disclose your name because you didn't tell me I could. I don't want to risk it. Um, there was a listener who actually gave me the idea for making this a new uh, series in the same vein as Double Rainbow. So it is much appreciated. Very excited to uh, do this. Similar to the one we did with Cat Breeds as well, but Cat Breeds was very fast. Anyway, I'll shut up. Let's just start this. As I open this, let's see. first dog in what will I'm sure become a very historic and important series on this podcast for myself and for other people maybe is the Affin Pincher Affin Pincher common nickname Affin Affy or Monkey Dog these doggos originate in Germany um, it is a terrier-like toy pincher breed of dog, and it looks like one of those from the picture. Um, it looks like one of those dogs, those long-haired small dogs that kind of voice smell bad. 
They're cute. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't say. It doesn't mean you don't love them any less. Uh, but they're always a little bit smelly. Makes you wonder if the owner needs to bathe him or her a little bit more. We move on. Next one is the Afghan Hound. Um, these originate from Afghanistan. Thus, Afghan Hound. The Afghan Hound is a hound that is distinguished by its thick, fine, silky coat and its tail with a ring curl at the end. The breed is selectively bred for its unique features in the cold mountains of Afghanistan. Its local name is Tazi Spray, or Sag-E Hound, sag Hound, or Tazi. Something like that. Sag-E Tazi. Sometimes incorrectly titled as an African Hound. Uh, it looks like those dogs that you see competing in dog shows, the one that have really long, silky hair. It almost looks like they're the ones wearing a wig. Very cute dog. Next, we have an Airedale Terrier. Um, other names include Waterside Terrier and the Bingley Terrier. And common nicknames include Airedale and King of Terriers originates in the UK. This is the kind of terrier that you look at and um, whether it's male or female, you kind of want to just call him Scotty. He looks like a Scotty. Always. Very good boy, but always always a little bit mischievous, Scotty is. The Airedale Terrier, also called Bingley Terrier and Waterside Terrier, as I mentioned, is a dog breed of a terrier type that originated in the valley of the River Eyre in the West Riding of Yorkshire, England, Yorkshire. It is traditionally called the King of Terriers because it is the largest of the terrier breeds. There you go. Next up we have the Akita. Uh, originally from Japan. You can also see people referring to this pooch as Akita Inu, Japanese Akita, and Great Japanese Dog. Um, where else do I see this? So, this is the national dog of Japan. The Akita is a large breed of dog originating from the mountainous regions of northern Japan. There are two separate varieties of Akita, a Japanese strain commonly called Akita Inu. Inu means dog in Japanese. That I didn't know that. That's according to Wikipedia. Um, arigato. Or Japanese Akita. And an American strain known as the Akita or American Akita. The Japanese strain comes in a narrow palette of colors, with all the colors considered atypical of the breed, while the American strain comes in all dog colors. The Akita has a short double coat, similar to that of many other northern Spitz breeds, such as the Siberian Husky, but long-coated dogs can be found in many litters due to a recessive gene. The Akita is a powerful, independent, 
and dominant breed, slaying, commonly aloof with strangers, but affectionate with family members. As a breed, Akitas are generally uh, hardy, uh, but they have been known to be susceptible to various genetic conditions and can be sensitive to certain drugs. In all countries except the USA, the Japanese and American strains of Akitas are considered two separate breeds. In the U.S., however, the two strains are considered a single breed with difference in type. Very interesting. In the picture I see here, it doesn't look like a large dog. Maybe it's a, a young Akita. Next up, we have a big doggo, Alaskan Malamute. Uh, let's see here. This is the state dog of Alaska. And if you're going to make it in Alaska, you better be hairy. The Alaskan Malamute is a large breed of domestic dog, originally bred for their strength and endurance to haul heavy freight, and later as a sled dog. They are similar to other Arctic breeds and Spitz breeds, such as the Greenland dog, Canadian Eskimo dog, yeah? the Siberian Husky, and the Samoyed. What can I say? It just looks like a really cute Husky. Floofers. Next, we have a dog that is not so floofers. It is an American English Coonhound. Um, other names include English Coonhound and Red Tick Coonhound. Originate in the United States. Males are 22 to 27 inches or 56 to 69 centimeters in height. Females are 21 to 25 inches or 53 to 64. Their coat is always short to medium. The American English Coonhound or the Red Tick Coonhound is a breed of Coonhound that originates in and is typically bred in the southern United States, in the south. It is descended from hunting hounds, especially foxhounds, brought to excuse me, brought to America by settlers during the 17th and 18th centuries. The breed's first recognition came from the United Kennel Club in 1905 as the English fox and coonhound. The breed is a, is of medium height and a proportionate weight and their coats come predominantly in three types, red tick, blue tick, and a tricolor tick pattern. Um, the English Coonhound has a high prey drive, and while it is typically used in coon hunting, it is also skilled in treeing. This breed is generally a healthy one, but is recommended that prospective owners learn to recognize symptoms of bloat as large size and deep chest put them at risk of this condition. Next up, we have the American Eskimo dog. Now, when I tell you the American Eskimo dog, you probably think of a large, you know, sort of like a, like the Alaskan Malamute or something like that. But the one I see here, it's a miniature American Eskimo dog. They originate from Germany and the United States. Their coat is soft and dense. The American Eskimo dog is a breed of companion dog originating in Germany. 
the American Eskimo is a member. So if it originates in Germany, why is it the American Eskimo dog? Hmm. Hmm. Someone explain that to me. The American Eskimo is a member of the Spitz family. The breed's progenitors were German Spitz, but due to anti-German sentiment during the First World War, it was renamed American Eskimo dog. Hmm. Interesting. Although modern American Eskimos have been exported as German Spitz, Gross, or Mittel, Mittel, depending on the dog's height, the breeds have diverged and the standards are significantly different. In addition to serving as watchdog and companion, the American Eskimo dog also achieved a high degree of popularity in the U.S. in the 1930s and 40s as a service performer. Not cool, man. There are three varieties of the American Eskimo breed, the toy, the miniature, and the standard. They share a common resemblance with Japanese Spitz, Danish Spitz, Volpino Italiano, German Spitz, and Samoyed. Next, we move on to uh, American Foxhound, which looks like Old Yeller. What was that book where the red fern grows? I don't even know if they had a picture of the, like a drawing of the dogs. This is what I imagine the dogs would look like. Old Dan and Blue Dan? What was it? Little Dan and Old Dan. Uh, so some traits of the American Foxhound. Males can be 55 to 71 pounds or 25 to 32 kilos. This is a pretty uh, large doggo. Um, color can be red, tricolor, black, and tan, or even blue, apparently. I got some parts. This is the state dog of Virginia, right? I think where the red fern, or the red fern grows? Is that, is that the name of the novel? That was one of the only novels I actually read. Like in middle school. I think I read it. That one and uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. I read both of those. Uh, I really enjoyed them. And there was one more that I read. And I can't remember now. Anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Well, because we're friends. The American Foxhound is a breed of dog that is a cousin of the English Foxhound. They are scent hounds, bred to hunt foxes by scent. That's all I have. Next up, we have the American Hairless Terrier. Common nicknames include AHT. Some genius was like, well, if it's the American Hairless Terrier, we could called AHT as well. Hmm, you don't say. These are little, overall little, little kind of uh, dogs. Um, they'll weigh between 5 and 25 pounds and their height will range between 7 to 18 inches or 18 to 46 uh, centimeters. They are hairless um, and they will typically live between 14 and 16 years. The American Hairless Terrier is a rare breed of dog that was derived as a variant of Rat Terrier. As of January 1st, 20, 2004, the United, the United Kennel Club deemed that AHT a separate terrier breed, granting it full UKC recognition. An intelligent, social, and energetic working breed, the American Hairless Terrier is often listed as potential good breed choice for allergy sufferers. So there you go. If you suffer from allergies, consider... 
an American hairless terrier. They're cute little dogs. Next up, we have the American Staffordshire Terrier, originally from the USA. These are also relatively large dogs. They can weigh at full size between 40 and 60 pounds or 18 and 27 kilos. They range in 17 to 19 inches in height or 43 to 48 centimeters. So, you know, they're pretty standard in terms of height. Obviously, there's a little bit more variety with their weight. Their coat is smooth. Um, the American Staffordshire Terrier, also known as the Amstaff or Staffy in the U.S., is a medium-sized, short-coated American dog breed. It is one of several breeds in the Pitbull group. In the early part of the 20th century, the breed gained social stature and was accepted by the American Kennel Club in 1936 and should not be confused with the Staffordshire Bull Terrier of the U.K. Next up, we have a massive dog. It is the Anatolian Shepherd. Other names include uh, Karabas, Blackhead, and the Turkish Shepherd Dog, also a Kangal. These originate from Turkey. Uh, weight, you can see these dogs. For females, they'll go between 88 to 120 pounds. Or 40 to 55 kilos. Oh, excuse me. We'll go very early to record this one. Males will get, will, uh, their weight will vary between 110 and 143 pounds. So 50 to 65 kilos. Uh, males will be between, um, their height is not, well, I mean, kind of tall, I guess, but their height will vary between 28 and 32 inches for. Uh, males and females. Litter size is about 5 to 10 pups. These are considered guardian dogs. So the Anatolian Shepherd is a breed of dog which originated in the Anatolian region of central Turkey. It is rugged, large, and very strong, with good sight and hearing that allows it to protect livestock. With its high speed and agility, it is able to run down a predator with great efficiency. Historically, it has been treated as a separate breed to the Kangal Shepherd Dog by many canine registries, but it is now generally treated as part of the same breed population. Next up, we have the Australian Cattle Dog. Cute little fella. Also known as the Cattle Dog, Blue Healer, Red Healer, and Queensland Healer. These dogs will range in 33 to 50 pounds or 15 to 22 kilos and their height will range between 43 centimeters to 51 centimeters or 17 to approximately 20 inches. Um, the Australian Cattle Dog, ACD, or simply Cattle Dog, is a breed of herding dog originally developed in Australia for droving cattle over long distances across rough terrain. This breed is a medium-sized, short-coated dog that occurs in two main color uh, color forms. It has either brown or black hair distributed fairly evenly through a white coat, which gives the appearance of a red or blue dog. Uh, 
as with uh, dogs from other working breeds, the Australian cattle dog is energetic and intelligent with an independent streak. It responds well to structured training, structured training, particular, particularly if it is interesting and challenging. It was originally bred to be herd. It was originally bred to herd by biting, and is known to nip running children. Um, Australian cattle dog has been nicknamed a red healer or blue healer on the basis of its coloring and practice of moving reluctant cattle by nipping at their heels. Dogs from a line bred in Queensland, Australia, which were successful at shows and at stud. I don't know what that means. In the 1940s were called Queensland healers. To differentiate them from lines bred in New South Wales, the nickname is now occasionally applied to any Australian cattle dog. I'm just going to make a quick note here. Um, noticing the time, I have to head out here relatively soon. So we're actually going to finish A. I didn't expect A to take us so long. We do have a, a, at least a few to go. Um, so I'd say that the episode will probably last another 5 to 10 minutes, uh, maybe at the least. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm just forewarning you. Let's move on. Next up, we have the Australian Shepherd. Now, what's interesting is this dog apparently originates from the USA. I don't know why then it's called the Australian Shepherd. Uh, their coat is straight and may have curls. Um, they will range between 30 and 50 pounds or 14 and 23 kilos. In terms of height, they will uh, range between 43 and 58 centimeters or 18 to 23 centimeters. Litter size will be 5 to 10 and the lifespan is 13 to 16 years. The Australian Shepherd, often known as simply an Aussie, is a medium-sized breed of dog that was, despite its name, developed on ranches in the western USA during the 19th century. There is disagreement regarding the exact history of the breed prior to its arrival in the United States, and thus no official consensus on the origin of its name or association with Australia. They are similar to, in appearance to the popular English Shepherd and Border Collie breeds, and research has found that Australian Shepherds and Border Collies are closely related to each other. That's pretty much what it looks like, right? This dog looks like a sort of Border Collie, right? Just long-haired uh, dog that looks like it can run for days. Australian Shepherds rose in popularity with a boom in Western riding after World War II. They became known to the general public through rodeos, horse shows, and Disney movies made for television. For many years, Aussies have been valued by stockmen for their versatility and trainability. While they continue to work as stock dogs and compete in herding tra trials, they have earned recognition in other roles due to their trainability and eagerness to please and are highly regarded for their skill and obedience. Like all working breeds, Aussies have considerable energy and drive and usually need a job to keep them occupied. Good doggo. Next up, we have an Australian Terrier. Now, this one does originate from Australia. Um, small dogs, you know, about 14 pounds, six and a half kilos. And uh, 
10 inches tall or 25 centimeters. The Australian Terrier is a small breed of dog, of the terrier dog type. The breed was developed in Australia, although the ancestral types of dogs from which the breed descends were from Great Britain. And I think I might have made a blunder because I think I see two possible other dog breeds that I've accidentally not included. And so to make it up to you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the next couple of ones entering into dog land, dog dictionary land, um, with dogs beginning with B. I'll repeat these for the next episode as well. So um, if you're asleep, then, well, you're asleep, so it doesn't really matter. You're not going to hear this anyway. But if you're awake, um, what are you doing? Go to sleep. Um, no, in all seriousness, if you are still awake, I'll just repeat these uh, in the next episode. But why not continue for a little bit longer? First dog, letter B, is the Basenji. Very interesting looking dog. Other names include African Bush Dog, African Barkless Dog, Anglo Angari, Congo Dog, and Zandi Dog. They originate from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Um, not very large dogs. They'll range between 21 and 24 pounds, or 9.5 kilos to 11 kilos. Height is fairly uniform, 16 to 17 inches, or 40 to 43 centimeters. The Basenji is a breed of hunting dog. It was bred from stock that originated in Central Africa. Most of the major kennel clubs in the English-speaking world place the breed in the hound group, more specifically in the sight hound type. The Federation Sinologique Internationale places the breed in its group 5, which is spits and primitive types. And the UK Kennel Club, US, places the breed in its slight hound and pariah group. The Basenji produces an unusual yodel-like sound, commonly called a baru, due to its unusual shaped larynx. The trait also gives the Basenji the nickname Barkless Dog. Basenji share many unique traits with pariah dog types. Basenjis like dingoes, New Guinea singing dogs, and some other breeds of dog come into estrus only once annually, as compared to other dog breeds which may have two or more breeding seasons every year. Both Dingoes and Basenjis lack a distinctive odor and are prone to howls, yodels, and other vocalizations over the characteristic bark of modern dog breeds. One theory holds that the latter trait is a result of selecting against the that frequently dogs that frequently bark in the traditional the text is so small. In the traditional Central African context, because barking could lead enemies to human humans' forest encampments, while dogs that resemble the, the Basenji in some respects are commonplace over much of Africa, the breed's original foundation stock came from the old growth forest regions of the Congo Basin or Basin. Very, very interesting dog. I had never heard of this one. The next one I've heard of, and this will be the last doggy we read about, it is the Basset Hound. And I think this might be actually, right, was it actually a Basset Hound in where the red fern grows? 
old den, a little land or whatever. Maybe this is what they actually were. Um, these ducks can be pretty heavy, despite not being very tall. 45 to 75 pounds, or 20 to 34 kilos, but their height will only range from 12 to 15 inches, 28 to 38 centimeters. Their coat is smooth, short, and close. Colors generally black, white, and tan, tricolor, or tan slash lemon and white, bicolor. The Basset Hound is a short-legged breed of dog of the hound family. The Basset is a scent hounding is a scent hound, excuse me, that was originally bred for the purpose of hunting hare. Their sense of smell and ability to ground scent is second only to that of the bloodhound. Basset hounds are one of the six recognized basset type breeds in France. The name basset is derived from the French word bas, meaning low, with the attenuating suffix et, together meaning rather low. <laughs> That's hilarious. Basset hounds are usually bicolor or tricolor or standard hound coloration. And so there you have it. Dog Diaries, Dog Dictionaries. Again, right now I'm recording this. I'm not sure what I want to name the series. I will figure it out. Basically, we just did letter A. I plan on doing B all the way through Z over the next coming uh, few weeks or months. If you guys like the show, want to get in touch, have questions, comments, suggestions, you can always do so by emailing hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Take the show notes for any relevant uh, links for this episode, as well as links to our tip jar if you appreciate the show and want to donate. Um, I'm basically just pulling the uh, tips here and there to uh, hopefully upgrade uh, hardware significantly for 2019 and beyond. I have some plans there. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.